Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Lady and the Stud. I am the lady. And I am the stud. And we're here. There it is. Surprisingly. (laughs) Surprisingly. I hope everybody's having a good day. I had a good week. Hope everyone's energy is amazing. Today is a new moon. I'm sending you blessings and abundance and increase. And not abundance and problems. Mm-hmm. What an do you mean? abundance and solution. Yes. And prosperity. Yes. And, and increase in wealth. Yes. You got to be very specific with the universe. So the universe is like, oh, bitch, you want abundance? Okay. Let me hear you choose some abundantly <laughs> abundance of your, on your vagina or okay. some shit. You know? <laughs> the universe plays fucking games, okay? You got to know how to ask what you want and say what you want and mean what you mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. All right. And if you haven't taught me, you've taught me many things, but that is one thing that is very consistent. Whenever you do your new moon rituals and you allow me to join in with you, uh-huh. uh, like, babe, be specific. Put a date on it when you want it. Like, if by May 31st, 2020, you want 50% of your debt paid, uh-huh. you want to say that's what I want specifically with that, with those words, you know what I'm saying, intertwined. Like, you tell me to be specific, um, you know, even if it's your specific is right now. Yeah. Beginning right now. Urgency. Me. Yes. It's important. That In I the have words it. of Clifford Hef, uh, Clifford Harris. Oh shit. AKATI. Expeditiously. Okay. AKATI, you stupid. Um, <laughs> my wife had a little bit of a happy brownie. <laughs> and I had some Zequel. Okay? Because I got my ADD the way it's set up. The Adderall. Let me tell y'all what this dumb ass did today. Why, why I gotta be dumb, first of all? Let me tell you what she did. And I was just like. You know, it's kind of genius, but I'm, I'm going to let you have this one. But I'm a dumbass, though. I'm joking with you. Oh, Whatever. so you're sensitive? That's I'm just saying. Sensitivity. Um, oh, so she took life. an Adderall. Yes. And a, an edible at yes. the same fucking time. So imagine <laughs> being in like <laughs> quick creek. What's that shit that you can sink into? That's like water and mud, but quick sand. Quick sand, yeah. Imagine being in quicksand, mm-hmm. but also having like the speed of light inside of you. <laughs> this is what the fuck I imagined that she was experiencing. I was like, wait, these are two different things. My so mind like, was like, this is awesome. Yes. It must be the ADD brain. Absolutely. So my brain was like, we are fucking relaxed, but we can get so much shit done without anxiety and stress you know what i'm saying like you're happy you're in a good mood but you're thinking like boom 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 boom. like what do again boom 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 boom, boom. (laughs) like i got so much shit done today like i I did what i said i was gonna do i organized our bills i set aside a certain portion of our debt that we're gonna pay initially right so we're gonna start the snowball effect we are okay so i and then i when i say i organized it what i do is i organize our debts chronologically the date as well as the amount. So the smallest amount goes first with the most recent bill and then so on and so forth for the rest of them. All of them are the most recent, but they start at the smallest amount and go up to the largest, which is how you begin the snowball effect if no one knew. I did that today. What else did I, I got some homework done today. She kind of cleaned up our place in between our little house cleaner coming. Absolutely. I absolutely positively did that because my wife knows I have OCD and the shit just kicks in and I cannot live in clutter. Listen, I set up an altar for my grandmother. She did. Yes, because I had a wonderful reading yesterday. Yes, she did. I had an outstanding... And I've been waiting a long time to get a reading from, from Leo, the specific person. And it was everything. Mm-hmm. I was scared. I was a little nervous. But I went in with a clear mind and a clear heart. And I just let Leo do his thing. Like, 
I didn't tell. I didn't really didn't tell him anything. He, he asked me for my name and my date of birth, mm-hmm. um, and that was really it. And then he told me that my grandmother was there. Um, he kind of described her to me, and he said some specific words that she was saying. And I was like, "Yeah, that's my grandmother." He was like, "Okay, grandma, grandma." You know what I'm saying? Like he just did his thing, and it was beautiful. It was awesome. It was the perfect timing too, mm-hmm. especially with this being the new moon, mm-hmm. and you doing your new moon ritual and. We are asking for those things that we want to be called to us. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yes. Yes. Things like, give an example, another example. Um, new moons are for new beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, starting over. Yes. A clean slate. Yes. Um, not so much focusing on things that are holding you down, but more so, what do you need to assist you to greatness? Okay. What do you need to help you ascend? Yes. Um, that is what the new moon is for is fertile soil okay and so you want to plant seeds during this time mm-hmm. and start cultivating mm-hmm. that yeah this is a good time to plant the seeds so in the spring they harvest yeah they reap the harvest yeah. i got you yeah so that is what was going on being that this was like a scorpio new moon that we're in it's a lot of like intense emotion people seem seem to be very emotional very emotional surprisingly i'm not and i love that about you like to scorpio my scorpio energy my moon is a scorpio which means i feel scorpio okay my emotions how i react to things is very similar to a scorpio if you know one i can be very vengeful i can be very spiteful i know these things about me i can be very possessive no bitch you can't tell me about myself i know myself astrology is knowing yourself what (laughs) i can be very jealous um Shut up. Now, if I go in on Gemini's, you're going to act all hard. I'm not going to act hard because people like, hate offended. Gemini's. People hate Gemini's. We're but, the most hated sign on the Zodiac. And I asked my wife today, I was like, babe, why are, why do people hate us so much? Like, what is it? Why? Everybody hates everybody of all the Zodiacs. Like, it depends on who you're talking about. Like, I get a bad rap as a cancer. Like, mm-hmm. people hate to love us, but they love the fuck out of us. But they love, they love y'all because what I've learned after loving a cancer, being loved by a cancer, and understanding why... Like, cancers take care of shit. They take care of the people that they love. I get to single-handedly watch her care for her mother, even from over a 1,000 miles away. She takes ex- excellent care of me and our dog. I can't imagine when our child gets here, she's going to want for nothing, absolutely positively. Um, she is very nurturing, even when she doesn't want to be. Like, when I get on her it's last so nerve. Annoying. Oh, my God. She is such the nurturer. Like, she will be like, babe, give me a hug. Let's talk it out. And she'll just listen to me rant. And be like, okay, this is what... The th- and, and she will put herself aside. You will do it every single time. You'll put your needs aside, your feelings, whatever. You could have been, been sick all day. Mm-hmm. If you know that I'm having a horrible day, you will let me come home and just release that. And won't even mention what you've been going through that day. So, but can some people hate cancers because they're clean. Yeah. I really needed that from you, though. I really needed that from you when we first started seeing one another. I think it scared you. No, it didn't actually. I was really looking forward to it. I was looking forward to the clinginess because of my past. Mm-hmm. And so it was the opposite of what I was receiving. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I fell in love with it. I absolutely did. I didn't think it would continue though after we, like, the long. Yeah, nigga, I am who I am. Yeah, right. I mean, I know, but, like, <laughs> I didn't think that the clinginess would. I mean, you're very consistent mm-hmm. with the clinginess. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, Go to work, but then you come home. And when you come home, be at home. Don't still be at work. Or, you know, you don't have to talk about your coworkers while you're with me because you're, when you see them five days out of week, sometimes six if you work overtime, 
when you're with me, you're with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I got it. And that's a very mm-hmm. Cancer Scorpio trait. Yes. When you're with me, your energy is with me. Yeah, yeah. So you don't don't put your focus on anything else unless we're putting our focus on that specific thing together. And you know what? I had a conversation with someone about that because we were talking back and forth about how we hate our energy. I hate we hate that we're like that. <laughs> and I was like, here's the cold part: if we were to treat people how they treat us in those moments. Oh, the, the fucking world will end because oh, yeah. they're so used to our attention. Absolutely, We're so focused <laughs> on people that when a cancer or a Scorpio removes that energy, you feel it. You yes. feel the void. Absolutely. And we're like, yeah, bitch, I know you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> but then we come right back like, okay, you need anything? Okay, you should have appreciated me, bitch, when you had me type shit. I can Walk like, out and then just like, I'm coming back. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do this with you. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> and so, like I always say, you learn astrology, you learn yourself. So, this, my moon is in Scorpio. And so, but I've been kind of grounded. Like, I haven't been grumpy. Nope. Um, I haven't had the urge to cry. I've been very busy. Mm-hmm. And I've been having the need to be productive, even when I don't feel good. Like, I've had a few days that I haven't felt good. Mm-hmm. But shit need to get done. That's um, it. That's it. I still have things to do. So it's made me very productive. I would say I've had a very productive energy probably since the end of August. I'm here for it. Um, where sick, lupus flare up or not, I still got to figure out how to do it. Um, and I'm thankful for that energy shift because cancers can get real comfortable. Mm-hmm. So with that going on, um, somebody was laughing when I was doing the live on Instagram. About what? And I was telling them like how you were like crossing, slowly crossing to the witchy side. Mm-hmm. And they were asking like, well, how does it feel to be learning all of these, all of these new things? Because here's the thing. I read my wife often. Y'all know that. But mm-hmm. I wanted her to have someone else as well. Because we're so close. Yeah. It's very... I can do it. I've done it good so far. But I feel like I need someone to check my homework. You know, so let me give you an example how great my wife is. So Saturday, we were talking about one of my daughters who, my, one of my, me and one of my girls, we've had some, we've had a, a rough time, a really difficult time, um, especially in her twenties. Things got really bad, and so my wife, on the way to go see the reader, looks at me and says, um, "Have you heard from such and so?" I'm like, "No, babe, I haven't. Don't start with me." She's like, "She's gonna call. She's gonna call. Don't don't stress. Don't worry about it." She, my babe looks at me and says this. In two months, it's going to be resolved. So by the end of the year, it's going to be resolved, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to Leo. The re- I finally get, get to have my reading. <laughs> he allows you to ask three questions. Mm-hmm. One of my questions was, will my daughter forgive me? Mm-hmm. So what does Leo say? In two months, it's going to be resolved. By the first of the year, everything's going to be taken care of. He said, you're human. You know, parents make mistakes. Kids make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It happens. He said, and just let it happen is what he told me in my reading. Mm-hmm. But the fact that my wife told me 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes prior, and then I get to the reading and Leo says the exact same thing is totally coincidental. Mm-hmm. But that's just how great of a reader my wife is. My wife has been telling me literally for years, stop spending what you don't have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stop spending what you don't have. Don't buy things that you don't need. Baby, you have plenty of shoes. You don't need another pair of shoes. I don't care how cute they are. <laughs> Do not buy another pair of shoes. My wife has told me this many times. My wife has also told me to believe in yourself. 
If you want it, you have to think positively. You have to go after it. If you believe, if you tell yourself you can do it, you can do it, you'll get it, it'll happen, mm-hmm. period. The reader told me all the, the exact same thing. She also um, told me that, um, gosh, what was another thing? Oh, he told me to have my stomach looked at. Mm-hmm. He did not, he does not know that I have diabetes, mm-hmm. uh, which having a, a gastritis or a gas issue just can sometimes for some diabetics come right along with it. But I've been suffering more from acid reflux, which was not something that I suffered from before, Mm -hmm. ever before in my life. So here recently, I've been having battles with gastric. So small things like that. He told me to drink more water, Mm -hmm. no more coffee, no more alcohol. Um, Eat healthier is what he said. Um, Gosh, just things that were pertaining to my health. And he had no idea that I'm a type 2 diabetic and that I have some health issues, all Mm -hmm. of which he named. Mm -hmm. So I've been drinking water like a fish, first of all, Mm -hmm. since Saturday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Since we left, I can't get enough of it. Um, Normally, I would have like a a caramel latte, right? Yeah. No, no more caramel lattes, no more coffee for me. We got alcohol sitting right here. I'd come home at night after work and have a cocktail. Mm -hmm. No more cocktails for me. I'm good off of it for a while. Um, and tomorrow I'm calling the, the gastroenterologist, yes, yes. gastroenterologist tomorrow to set up an appointment to go see him before the end of the week. Okay. Yeah. So, and then I'm going to prepare for my cleansing. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm open to receive new things from your spiritual journey mm-hmm. because I get to see firsthand how they work in your life. Mm-hmm. Like with your business that has taken off rising high priestess Mm -hmm. my wife of course started a new business which is why we're not as active as we used to be um yeah (laughs) my baby be getting it in school's coming to an end soon in april but my wife's business has taken off um she went to go see the same reader he gave some instructions with her cleansing right Mm -hmm. my wife did exactly what he told her to do my wife has not had a free moment since the cleansing. Yeah. And the thing, when you're a reader, you can't see the attack on you. Yeah. And my wife always says, I wish I had your gift. I would have a lottery number. I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> you kind of work like that. <laughs> um, it's kind of one of those things where it's like a surgeon can't perform surgery on themselves. Yeah, yeah. And so I knew this summer I was under attack. I told my wife in so many words, like we had a lot of serious conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, difficult, conversations. difficult conversations, like the amount of pain I was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally, at some point, I think I kind of came to peace and was like, I'm probably gonna die in my sleep. That's what I literally had said one day. And my mom had kind of said that she was starting to feel like death was about to come get me. My friends had said it and my wife was just chugging along. Just, you know, we're going to get through it. So at the end of the summer, I was so spiritually tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I've never talked about my extensive <laughs> illness history, but I have phantom ass diseases. Mm-hmm. They come and they go. Yep. Um, I had epilepsy for a good 10 years. <laughs> it up and disappeared one mm-hmm. day. No more. I, you no, ain't had a seizure since I met you. I haven't had a seizure. I just cold turkey quit my medicine, which can technically kill a true epileptic. Mm-hmm. Um, and no doctor ever saw what caused it. It just came and went. And then I had lupus and I had the whole skin peeling off thing to happen. And so this summer when I was going through the attack, that pain crisis, and no one knew what it was. I was like, okay, here comes the shit show. Right. Um, and so 
at that point, I kept saying, okay, we're new here. I have to find somebody to work, you know, do some work for me. Mm-hmm. I have to find, like, an authentic Cuban or Puerto Rican or a Haitian, someone who has the ability to do spiritual work um, to see what is attacking me. And I went to him... And by the time when he sat me down, I think I started crying within five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I don't cry. I make people cry. Yeah. I don't cry. And he had made the comment about my father. Um, and then he said that there was like some bad juju on me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's not heavy, but they know they're doing enough damage. So they're kind of like waiting for you to kind of just give up. Mm. And um, he was like, you need to do this, 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 this. And so in my practice, my faith, we call people like him a priest or he is a Santero. Um, And so I took his directions. Mm -hmm. You know, he told me do this five days in a row, do that for five days in a row, light this color candle. Mm -hmm. And so I took it from there. From there, I went and made offerings. I bought, you know, tobacco and I bought my rum and I kind of set up my little corner that I could work with my father. Yeah. And because he told me my father wanted to hear from me. And so I followed his directions. Like my wife said, literally everything flipped. Yeah. Um, To where when I went and got a reading from him this weekend, he was like, I don't have anything to read you. Like your energy's clear. There's nothing on you. Mm -hmm. Your business is like busting out the scenes. He did tell me that he didn't see any dark work over me. Yeah, and I had been saw that with you. Yeah. I, I never saw... I saw self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do. You guys hear me say shadow workers. Mm-hmm. Sh- shadow workers, we help you learn how to stop fucking yourself. Basically. And sometimes we can fuck ourselves and sabotage ourselves subconsciously. And we're not aware of the behaviors or the thought pattern that leads us to doing self-destructive behavior. Mm -hmm. And then we turn around and be like, oh, why am I always alone? Well, maybe because you fuck everything walking and forget you're in relationship. And that could be a subconscious behavior. They don't see the the steps it takes to cheat mm-hmm. and they kind of blank out and they just do it off of autopilot and we do a lot of bad shit on autopilot yeah um that's where the jealousy can come that's a shadow mm-hmm. um my wife's emotional disconnectedness <laughs> you know that's, that's a, a shadow that's a shadow that's a subconscious behavior she mm-hmm. doesn't even think about it she just does it it just it's like breathing yeah yeah if i know you done like it i'm i'm my wife has taught me how to be so much more aware Mm-hmm. of people seeing them for who they are um not being so naive emotionally mm-hmm. um so much more aware in these past six years than i ever was before in my life uh and i'm that person that i'll i'll give you that chance mm-hmm. because like my wife can see the bullshit in people i see the good in people mm-hmm. i see it i i can see if you're a good person i i know i feel it in your in your energy i can feel it in your spirit my wife has taught me that as well be aware of people's energy the energy that's around you um mm-hmm. and the energy that they bring into your life whether that's at work it could be at home it could be you could be in the grocery store if you get a bad vibe from somebody get away from that person so my wife has taught me how to do that <laughs> i know that sounds fucked up right you know it doesn't it's not it's called self-preservation and it's a form of protection yes. and, and she protects me in so many ways ways that i'm not even always aware of she she protects me in ways and she don't even tell me. She's like, I'm not going to tell Kelly this because I ain't trying to scare her. So, you know, I might come home to she has, have done something. I'll be like, babe, my whole day turned around. She'll be like, oh, did it? 
Tell me what happened. <laughs> Knowing good and damn well she done done something to already make something good turn around in my like I I love being married to you. Like I like having you as my best friend. That's awesome. I love that you're my wife. You can maybe be my baby mama. You know oh saying? yeah, we heard we were told we're having a baby. Yes. We're gonna be pregnant by the end of next year. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Mama Kelly once again. Yes. So, I'm here for it. She's I'm gonna be see. mommy. I'll be mommy. I'm gonna be mama. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how that's gonna roll. It's all good. I'm cool with that. Um You can be mommy. Mm-mm. No, I'm good off. I mean whatever she's Why gonna, don't you wanna be mommy? Well, because it sounds so much more feminine. But you answered her mommy now. I mean I answer to whatever they call me. <laughs> Except for my grandbaby who calls me Naji. So uh but as long as they call me, that's all that matter. You know what I'm saying? So that was the good news. I was nervous about that. You asked about our house having our child. Mm-hmm. You asked about our marriage. Mm-hmm. And what was the last thing you asked about? My business. Yes. And he was like, Why are you even here? He was like, You don't need a reading. <laughs> um but I was really nervous about the pregnancy because, like, something kind of hit me a couple weeks ago, and I just kind of felt like I was getting a message that was saying that that wasn't going to happen. Right. And I kind of, like, started disconnecting, you Mm -hmm. know, from emotionally being in that space. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I went back home and I spent time with Rosie. Yeah, the baby. and Your little cousin. Yeah. Gorgeous little girl. And she was just so everything to me. And I was like, okay, this will break my heart if I can't. So I was like, let me ask him. And he said, yeah, by the end of next year, we will be pregnant. Nice. I'm here for it. I'm excited. I'm excited to go through it. I'm on a weight loss journey again. Listen, that's my motivation. (laughs) Send her good energy. Yeah, send me good energy because that's my shadow. My babe asked me today, when are we going to get back to the gym? I was like, man, because we were going to go today. Yeah. But we had so much stuff to do. A lot. I I had a candle ceremony to do. I had readings to do. I say we just designate two to three days out of the week that we're going to come into yes if it's tuesdays and thursdays yeah and then on a saturday mm-hmm. so be it yeah but that we don't go overboard and get ourselves burnout initially and then we build or get more overboard with myself how yeah because that can cause a flare-up yeah, so. It can. so we just designate certain days out of the week that we're committed to going no matter what if it means i can't put in ot those days mm-hmm. so be it or i can do it on a friday i mean i can do it on a thursday I mean, I can do it on a Saturday, but we have to go to the gym either before or after I go into work. Mm-hmm. So we just got to commit, and I'm here for it because I got to get back to the gym in order to get my A1C down. And I want to have my vessel as healthy as possible for for the little one. Uh, yeah, or the little ones. Oh god! I'm praying for twins. Her father was a twin. Her brother has not had any children, so that's out. And my other brother has nine kids, and their kid, his kids have kids, and none no, of them are none twins. Of, so I'm, I'm convinced that my wife carries a gene just as I did. My, on my mother's side, twins run very heavy. My grandmother's a twin. My mother had a set, of te- a set of twins. I have a set of twins. My older brother, Kim, had a set of twins. Kirk had a set, but they died at birth. And I have a younger cousin who has a set of twins. So heavy. And my grand, my dad's mom, she had two sets. One set died. Wow. And yeah, so and, gene, and twins running my mom's side too. You get it from both sides. Both sides. We having twins, y'all. So just you just know. get ready for that baby registry. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! It's all good. I already have a set of twins. Thank the Lord. He can go ahead and hit me with another set. I'm here for it, Lord. You built me. You built me. You built for this. Man, I'm, he made me for this. I heard the chest hit. Did you hear it? I could, they could hear the fluctuation okay. going on. I'm all about so it. let's get into this news today. Okay, come on. Come on. 
So, I don't know who plans on going to Uganda anytime soon. Please don't if you're gay. But um, you can now be killed mm-hmm. for being gay now. Um, it is now punishable by death, mm-hmm. and the form of death will be hanging. Um, wow. Yeah. That's garbage. Throw the whole fucking country away. You know what? And I wanted to go to Uganda many moons ago because I wanted to trek. It was some animal there. I think it was like a certain type of gorilla trek mm-hmm. where you can follow them as they go through the mating and going from one side of this to that. Okay. Um. Yeah, fuck Uganda. Yeah. No shade. I mean, but all the shade. All the shade. Um. No, I'm not spending my money there. Nope. We, we can skip that part of the motherland. It's still illegal in some parts of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a few countries that they are really on some, some fuckery. And here's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. It's not the Muslim countries in nope. Africa. It's not the Muslim countries. That's what's crazy. It's the ones being like the sub-Saharan. Yeah. Or the, the <laughs> Eastern. You said the sub-Saharan. Yeah, they below the Saharan desert. So, that was today. Geographically, I'm not that savvy. Okay. But I do know, simply know this. Mind your motherfucking business. Stop worried about who I'm sleeping with at night or what's going on in my house where you don't pay no bills. You, you're, not, you're not welcome, first of all. You don't pay no bills here. You don't make any type of positive contribution. What goes on in my bedroom is my business. I'm not breaking no laws. I'm not hurting anybody else. If anybody, I'm loving somebody else, changing somebody else's life, and making it so That's she a has a whole m- lot of confidence Listen, on your lesbian dick. Right thank there. you so much. <laughs> I'm real proud of my lesbian dick too. Okay, I worked hard, it's but it's good. it's good. Is it good? good? Tell them again. It's good. Yes, it is. And so uh, I'm I'm really saving y'all's life because the more orgasm she has, listen, she even read better the next day when Daddy first put it on. of all. Okay. <laughs> So appreciate the fact that I'm doing my part and making a contribution to society and you ain't got to do shit but enjoy it and receive it. But you want to try to hang me? Hanging? Okay. Really? They said at first it was the act that was punishable, but now all you have to be is involved. You All you have to do is be an obvious lesbian or gay and you are punished by death. What if, you know, somebody looks it but is not? Like, it's a lot of masculine women out here that are happily married to a man. Yeah, there are. They look manly, but they married to a man. So, but just based off of the way somebody looks... It's how they perceive you. I definitely can't go. That's my thing. Like, honestly, I have no problem going to Europe. I know I did, you know, Africa, and I wanted to go to more countries, but... I don't have time for my wife having to hide who she is. And mm-hmm. I don't have time to be like, oh, she my sister. No, we fuck. Um, mm-hmm. and we're not kissing siblings. There's nope. no incest here. Nope. Um, we're married. And I don't feel like us having to sleep in separate beds or separate rooms. Nope. Um, and so that that just disturbs me. So I was just, we'll happily keep going across Europe. Yep. And we, South we America. We um, I do wish to get her to Egypt. I just want her to see the pyramids. I want her to see the shit I think is dope. I already know. Um, (laughs) And I would love to get her to Morocco. I do know of a lesbian couple who became engaged in the middle of the souks. Wow. In the market in Morocco, in Marrakesh. Mm -hmm. Um, Or Marrakesh, as some people call it. But someone told me it was called Marrakesh. Marrakesh. It was a guy from Morocco. He said, no, it's pronounced actually Marrakesh, Mm. not Marrakesh. So I was like, ooh. Got me. Okay. All right. You something new. (laughs) So, in other news, 
<laughs> to wrap that little part up, please be safe where the fuck you going and who yeah, you get and know where you going to, because it's a lot of fuck shit. And I had to give up hate chicken again. I was buying my ice <laughs> from hate chicken. Was buying but that. they can't even get my dollar no more because they fund conversion therapy training. Wow. Hate chicken. That's Chick-fil-A in case y'all weren't yeah, aware. Y'all I know. call it hate chicken. That's fucked up. They chicken not even good. Why the fuck do y'all like it? God damn. Churches is better than theirs. Yeah, that's not churches. Popeyes. Pop- yeah, we love us some Popeyes. Popeyes is way better than Chick-fil-A and they are not hateful. Okay, they may they may have owned some slaves in the day, but listen, no. you ain't shit. You are not shit. Putting that with a black woman on the front of commercials okay. like that type of shit. Doing good and damn well. You know what I love, <laughs> bitch. This ain't your recipe. You shut your black ass up right now. Oh God, you did the voice perfectly. That was too much. Some of my sweet tea <laughs> and butterfly shrimp. I hate Bitch, her. First of all, ma'am, <laughs> you uh, you love you some sweet tea, lie You lying. I just want an Asian person to make a fried chicken commercial because listen, Korean fried chicken is fucking everything. Do you hear me? They can out fry a lot of grandmamas. And listen, come on. I like grandmama fried chicken. Come on. But have you ever had fucking Korean? Korean fried chicken. <laughs> I don't know what black ancestors they are connected to, but their crunch is mighty. More power, more power to them. Is all it I can is say. mighty, and it's flavorful. And they like heat and shit. <laughs> Korean food be hot as fuck. Mm. Okay, that was totally sorry. off topic. Sorry, sorry about that. So the next subject. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if I even want to touch on this, but sending my condolences to the baby girl, um, Camille, what was her last name? McKinney. McKinney Cupcake. Cupcake, who mother and father, stepfather, I guess you can call him, mm-hmm. um, murdered her and yeah. threw her body in a landfill. Was it a dumpster? Dumpster, landfill, at they this still point, you know, it's like... They still going to There's hell. so many people out here who and I was really talking to my friends about this last week when I was really I was really struggling with fears mm-hmm. of not being able to have a baby. Okay. My wife just knocking stuff. I didn't knock anything over sweetheart. Heavy ass elbow. God damn. My <laughs> elbows is over here by me. But it, when it went down and knocked know the what? phone over. You know what? Big elbow nigga. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But um I was talking to my friend and I was like, you know, if I could, like, adopt a kid, we could adopt a child. Mm-hmm. I was like, that would make, you know, whatever I go through easier. But you have people who are struggling to have children or trying to figure out how to have a kid. Yep. A lot of gay men are, like, really, it's really hard for them to have a family. Mm-hmm. And then you have these dumb ass, should have been swallowed, whoop, fucking dickwads who are gifted with beautiful healthy babies she put it on you. and they think of nothing to do than to torment and torture a child and you know it's not even like this is a child that has a fighting chance yeah. it'll be like a two year old what the fuck could a two year old do I mean it, it, the baby didn't do anything the baby, like what could justify the, like there's what, no justification yeah like there what isn't. goes through your head yeah as much as certain animals annoy me i couldn't hurt them because i look at them as defenseless mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you you hit the nail on the head a cat could scratch the fuck out of me i might like 
stomp my foot at it. That's it. Yeah, but you're not out here getting ready to fucking uh, it's kill it. It's 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 little. Yeah. What goes through your mind? And this is your child. This goes to the mothers. Yeah. How do you do that? And I think they said that baby was raped. I'm not mis- not sure. Come on, man. Um, I stopped reading after a while. I knew the mother was full of shit when the story first broke. Something didn't add up with what she did. Right. Um, wow. How do you live with yourself after that? This woman in jail for protecting their children. For not telling the authorities where they are for fear that the father will continue to hurt them. They went to jail for that. For protecting their children. Lost the, their rights, their freedom for protecting their children. And you got bitches out here killing their kids. I hope they put you in the same cell with that same woman who's in jail for protecting her kids. Because she's going to wear your ass out. I really do. You know, I don't I don't even know what to say. It's more I could say, but I'm not. But all I'm saying is don't peep the signs if you notice your friend or your family member is a little too rough with their child mm-hmm. fuck not one again they business nope that they're not patient you know the baby could be doing baby shit crying fussy might need their pamper change and you see that parent snap off like my god motherfucker give me just first of all that it's a couple signs that mother is stressed yeah the mother is stressed she needs you a do break have postpartum she needs a break. And yeah. I don't care how many children you have. You go through postpartum. Yeah, some people don't have it with their first one. They'll have it with the second one. I mean, it happens. Yeah, it happens. It's yeah. not something that women can control. Because yeah. trust me, if it could be controlled, it wouldn't be here. It wouldn't yeah. exist. But that mother Hormones is stressed. Are evil. Yeah, yeah, they can be. They can Almost really can fuck with you. Yeah. But some of, when you see that, you need to step in and ask that mother, hey, let me, can I hold, you? and, and know the mother. Mm-hmm. Listen, white people, for our white listeners that are that think that you have an obligation to save the world. When you're approaching a black mother, you better be real careful because we already don't trust y'all, especially with our babies. Okay, which we got another story coming up about a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Sex trafficking six hundred and ninety three black girls in South Carolina, and he's white. Yeah, we don't trust y'all. We don't. Um, so before you decide to get bold and think that you cha- you're trying to save a child's life, you better be care- make sure you can save your own. If you're looking at that woman telling her, don't yell at that child like you're not helping. You agitate, you agitate the conversation or the situation even more. Okay. If you don't know what to do, ask someone. If you don't know what to say, ask someone. Ask another African-American that's there. Since you feel so comfortable intervening into a situation you know nothing about. Ask someone else. I hate to say ask the authorities because the police kill black people, black women. Uh, shout out to Tati's family or Tay's family. I, we're praying that they're okay as well. Um, for no reason whatsoever, be mindful of your surroundings and what's happening. Yeah, because you can really get hurt approaching a black mother. Mm-hmm. Once, especially when it's a good black mother disciplining her child that's acting out in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's people having to figure out when do they intervene. Yeah. Or if you even should. Yeah, I mean, because... Is it your place? Okay, you lost me there a little. No, I'm just saying. Some people, no, no, I'm saying. I, I understand. I understand in my brain, like, when I see it, when it's necessary. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reach for that child and try to pull that child because white people will do that shit because they think they have the right. Mm-hmm. Walk up and pull that child away from that mother. Mm-hmm. Come with me, little girl. No. Okay. Yeah. You don't do that. Mm-mm. But you wanna you wanna address that mother. Yeah. You wanna be like, sweetheart, are you okay? Yeah. Can listen. We love kids. We're not trying to intervene. Nothing like that. How can we help? Mm-hmm. You look so stressed out. Let us help you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you hungry? Do, do you just need a, a break from the break? My wife is great with kids. They love her. They're looking at the little girl inside of her she's getting ready to have. Like, I believe in talking to people. Mm-hmm. But there's a way you can help without trying to... Um, Completely take over the situation. Yeah, dominate and control that situation. And establish like The first thing you want, to, you want to do is make sure that mother still... You want to make her think she still has control mm-hmm. over what's happening. Even if you know she doesn't. Even if you see it. And you know she's losing it. Mm-hmm. Don't treat her like she is. Right. Defensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you're just going to piss her off even more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you want to approach that situation carefully. And, of course, you're trying to set... You want to... Your concern is the child. But make your concern the mother, too. If mm-hmm. it's that type of situation. Now, if you just got some woman out here... I don't care what color she is. Black, white, red, blue, green, whatever. Because white women... White women, women snap all the time, too. Yeah. Um, and you know she's just doing shit to be mean, mm-hmm. or she's ignoring the baby, and or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to step in and say something. Yes, you know what I mean. I still suggest being careful, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm not. That, I'm talking about situations where you can see a mother is stressed out. Yeah, and she's yeah. crying. You're like, you know, what I'm saying it's in her like, it's in her, her anxieties in her body language. She's crying. She's she just needs some help. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Be mindful. Think about the mother too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if she's struggling, trying to do everything by herself. Yeah. Every use discernment. We're taught like, yeah, use discernment. Mm-hmm. You these aren't situations. I don't think where the mothers were like distressed. Right. Like this was some tormented type deal. It's been a few of them back to back. I don't know what the fuck is going through their mind. I don't. Um, I don't. But prayers to that. I didn't even know if I wanted to talk on that situation. I'm really sensitive to the subject of kids right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I want to send healing to all mothers right now. Black mothers. Like, whatever you are going through that's making you dislike or dishate your, ch- or hate your child. Yeah. Or make you want to harm them. I, I really plead with you to ask for help from somebody. Um, and to talk to somebody because you'll meet the wrong person who will co-sign that shit. Yeah. And that's what's happening. They're meeting men who simply want some pussy and they're demonic and for, they, they see an opportunity to hurt someone. So speak out, you know, say, Hey, I need some help. I'm drowning. I I don't give the baby for adoption, do something, but remove that child from your care to somebody who can actually take care of that child because whenever you snap out of what fucked up days you in you have to live basically what you did yeah basically you are and that child is going to be gone that child that suffered from your hands that child's going to be gone you can't bring the baby back but you can't stop it before it happens. Right. You absolutely positively can you have control over that. You you do. Well moving on from that because you know I kind of get into the whole 
sadness at that point. Um, Felicity Huffman was released from prison early. Fuck that bitch. Mind you, the bitch only had 15 days. She didn't even have 15 days. Is somebody had- walking around here with a period longer than this bitch Listen, served. listen, this bitch had 14 days in cupcake jail. This heifer didn't go to prison prison. She didn't go to Martha. She didn't even go to Martha Stewart prison. This bitch probably sat in the holding cell for 14 days. She got, no, she didn't even serve the 14. She served 11. Fuck that bitch. She did. She got early release. Fuck that bitch. You know why she got early release? Because what? Besides the fact that she's white. Why? She's still rich. Yeah, money talks. She's still rich, but the, but the black woman who uh, lied about her address or her babies could go to a better she school. She got all those years. She's still in jail. How do they justify shit like this? Like, how is somebody not sitting at the Supreme Court saying, you know, all y'all motherfuckers can suck my dick mm-hmm. if y'all want to act like this shit is normal. Mm-hmm. What y'all doing? I don't care how many fucking black people y'all put on TV. I don't care how many of y'all y'all give us a bouncing ball and give us a check for it. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. How is this okay? Yeah. Because she wanted her kid to go to a better school. Now she's got 30 years in prison. But meanwhile, this blonde fluffy hoe. Come on. Who knew what she... She literally photoshopped her son. She knew what she was doing. Into a goddamn fucking uniform. And not to say that the black woman did not know what she was doing. Yeah, she knew. But it... But a slap on the wrist or, you know, making sure that the the child was back in the the district they were in and her understanding. It's illegal. You can't do it. Hit her with a fine. And my thing is, this was on a grander level. Yeah. So if this girl got thirty years for that, yeah, how this bitch didn't get ninety? Exactly. Because she and she paid the school like hundreds of thousands. I'm of so tired of y'all motherfuckers acting like there's so no such thing as fucking mm-hmm. um white privilege. Yeah, that's some bullshit. That's white privilege. If I've ever seen it, this whole literally has a picture of her walking out of jail, fluffing her hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I'm looking up the article. I'm looking up the article. I sent it to you in text message. No, I'm looking up the one where the woman went to jail. So, have you heard of um, Kanye West's New Jesus album? I've heard about it, but, um, yeah, I haven't really heard about it. So, he's he's pump faking on um, Kim. Mm -hmm. He does not care for how she dresses anymore. Mm. He's now becoming, you know... More spiritual? More... Or religious? I believe it's religious. Okay. I believe it is a scam. I think it's it's something different that gives him attention and he wants the attention. Okay. Um, I think he saw the, the success of, you know, Chance the Rapper being this good rapper. You right. know, he's, you know, speaks about God and he speaks about church. And I think this is another tactic of Kanye West mm-hmm. to get attention. I think it's because it, it tech, you know, bipolar has that some they like attention. Yeah. And so it's like, is this authentic or are you just a creative genius and you found another uh loophole? Right. And I think he's found a loophole. I don't take anything he does as genuine and that's sad. Yeah, not anymore. But not listen, yet. if he's genu if he's genuinely touching people's lives, whether he intend to st- and, and God has a way of, of turning that situation around. Mm-hmm. Like, with the platform that he's on, the music that he is. If, if it's a gospel album, then put it on the, the gospel charts. Legit. Like, if God will turn that whole situation around. While he's looking for attention and more fame and more... And he's looking to create himself. God will use his music to literally move lives, move mountains, and to change without that even being his intention. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to you? And God will make sure somebody else other than Kanye will get credit for that. Uh, because his intentions were not pure. 
they were not for God. And not to say that they aren't, but right. I'm just speaking hypothetically, saying that if, if in fact that's the case, listen, God will do it. I'm just... God, I, knows, God knows how to defend himself. I know. At first, I was going to give it a listen, and I said, no, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I don't know. I'm just really funny about people using spirituality and, re- and, and I'm just going to leave that spirituality as something to exploit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then turn around a year later and you be on, you know, I think he it's kind of like, um, he's doing shock value things to me now. Yeah. You know, first it was the whole Trump train. Yeah. You know, then it was the black people chose to be slaves mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And so now I don't take anything he does at face value. At face value. I'm like, this is just something else you're doing. Like, he's almost like the kid who acts out. Publicity stuff. Yeah, so you just kind of look at him like, okay. boy, if you do not, uh, you want to fall out? Okay, well, go ahead. <laughs> Hurry up. Because I got somewhere to go. Hurry up. Okay, well, I'm just going to leave you here. But I totally get what you're saying. Like, alchemy you know taking something that was negative for him doing it for himself and mm-hmm. you know alchemizing it to something more positive um spirit moves like that yeah. I, but he's playing a dangerous game he is if he is not if he's not doing it for the right reasons you know you're playing a very dangerous game when you involve the spiritual realm in your fuckery be, be careful be careful just a quick note just a the young lady's name who got 12 years for sending her six-year-old son to Norwalk, Connecticut's Brookside Elementary School while she lived in Bridgeport, even though she was homeless. She was convicted of first-degree larceny for stealing an education. Her name was Tanya McDowell, and that's T-A-N-Y-A-M-C-D-O-W-E-L-L. Her name was Tanya McDowell. She got 12 years. And she for, was homeless. For stealing an education. She stole, but what did, what did Felicity Huffman steal? Stolen uh, 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 education. Stole somebody's rightful space. Did she steal it because she paid for it? Oh, well, she bribed it. Mm-hmm. That was bribery. But she got nine days, and her son was six years old, and she was home. She just wanted her baby, baby to have a better chance of life than she had. And she got 12 fucking years. You are really making it hard for me to have white friends. I'm so sorry. You know I struggle with this mm-hmm. shit already. I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can smile, <laughs> and that's it. Mm-hmm. It says, remember Kelly Williams' boat? Bolar, B-O-L-A-R. She was convicted of using the wrong residence to get her daughters into a better school district in Ohio than underperforming Akron. She was sentenced to three years in order to pay $30,000 to the school district. Felicity got nine fucking days, bro. Or 11 or whatever it is that she served. Come on. White people, listen. In order to be an ally, it's some shit y'all need to motherfucking do. Mm-hmm. And it is not listening to fucking Nipsey Hussle and Tupac Shakur. No. And watching black shows and blackish so you can learn all the fucking terms. It's seeing fuckery like this. In your own in motherfucking your, race. In your, ra- in your people. Mm-hmm. And find it some way. Because you know what? They listen to y'all. They don't listen to people of color. And, you know, we can... That's why we still marching. I remember I saw this one white guy made a comment. He said, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to be insensitive. He was like, how many marches are y'all going to do till y'all realize they don't listen? Yeah. That's a... This was some shit somebody told me like eight years ago. <laughs> it was on Facebook because I used to be a Facebook debater. Okay. Like, I would debate everybody. Okay. Who wanted it? Who wanted with lean? <laughs> that was me. Okay. I found my inner zen. I don't give a fuck no more. But 
he went back and forth with me and finally he was like but at some point they should meet your the reaction of the people with an action yep and their only action is telling you your reaction is annoying or they're not saying because silence is a is an answer yes silence it's so i'm just Uh i'm just it's some it, it should hurt it should make your stomach hurt the shit you hear like that like things like that should give you a nauseating feeling in your stomach that this is some shit that was legally allowed meanwhile felicity fucking huffman just did 10 days or 11 days for doing the exact same thing at a much higher level Mm -hmm. but meanwhile you got black women who a woman who was homeless she technically had no home and send her son away to a school so he could learn and have an opportunity and get out of poverty Come so on. he's not homeless and maybe he could get a scholarship and do something with his life and you send her away for 12 years how do you how, how do as a collective white people y'all shouldn't be sleeping Mm-mm. you y'all, should be scared y'all should be that should make y'all nervous because like, y'all should be scared I don't even know if it would make them scared Mm-mm. why should it make them scared Listen, they've been getting away with this bullshit for a long time. A mighty long time. The smarter each generation that comes after us becomes, the stronger they're going to become. Mm-hmm. So that means that the governments and the political offices and the the police officers and the militaries are going to become more predominantly either black or Latino. Or Latino or both. Mm-hmm. Be be afraid. Because those tables got to turn. They do. It was a movie where shit was reversed. I cannot remember. John Travolta was in it. Yeah, everything was a, a reverse yeah, world. Yeah. The blacks were the superior yeah, race. Yeah, yeah. And when I tell you they gave these white people hell. <laughs> I It came out a long time ago then. Mm-hmm. It might have came out like in the late 90s. I'm going to see if I can find it. I can't remember. My wife is going to try to find. But it was a world where everything was reversed. So white people became the new black people. And black people became white people. And so they were in a distant. They they lived in like a poor neighborhood. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they were considered to be in the ghetto. Their part of town was dangerous. Um, They would walk down the street. A black officer would pull them over for looking dangerous. Right, in somebody else's neighborhood. In someone else's neighborhood. Listen, that shit was low-key a mindfuck because we never thought, oh, Mm -hmm. shit, nigga, that day is coming. Yeah. Where the tide has to turn. It's not that I want to mistreat white people. But I want you to understand what this feels like. Yeah. I really want you to get it. Because I remember getting a huge debate in college. This ain't high school. Huge arguments mm-hmm. in class mm-hmm. with people telling me white privilege was not a real thing. Um, you know, blatantly talking about the ghetto and the hood yeah. and laughing about it. And, you know, even to the point y'all don't understand the level of fucking disrespect y'all do. It's, it's literally, it's a huge shadow. Y'all are, your biggest shadow, white people, <laughs> is that you guys are habitual line crossers. And y'all don't know when y'all are offensive to they, people. Ain't nobody, they ain't nobody ever told them. No one's ever told y'all. Y'all know what's some offensive shit? Calling shit ghetto. Um, mm-hmm. Saying you're going to the ghetto or to the hood. And the number one thing I found out lately. All of a sudden, y'all want to name everything crack. Crack <laughs> fries. Crack chicken. Crack shrimp. 
Crack is a goddamn drug that destroyed so many black lives and families. And now it's become like a pop term for good food. Mm-hmm. Crack chicken. Come try our crack chicken. No. Bitch, get some, how about some meth soup? Since it's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. How about you have some meth hot chocolate? Oh, everything is crack. White man's burden. There we go. That's the name of the movie. My wife was looking it up. Mm-hmm. White Man's Burden. It's a 1995 American drama filmed about racism in an alternative America where black and white Americans have reversed cultural roles. I'm going to watch that shit tomorrow. A White Man's Burden. That was a... In 1995, I was only, you know, 10. Oh, wow. But I think I rewatched it when I was like <laughs> in my teens. I was 22. Maybe 20. 22. I was 22. Cradle robber. Maybe 23. You're right. What's <laughs> robber? But I remember watching it again in my teens, and I, it never dawned on me, like, hey, that day is coming mm. when your whole police force is black or mm-hmm. Latino. Mm-hmm. Your fire department is black or Latino or mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your, your lawmakers. Everybody's fucking mixed or black and Latino. And you are no longer... And you are no longer represented. Man. Do you understand what is about to happen? They do. They understand the power in it, which is why they do everything they can to stop it. None of this dawned on y'all when y'all wanted everything segregated. Here's that a, one day y'all was going to be washed out. Here's the thing. Let me be around then and I see one of y'all at a cookout. Or by the pool. Or driving in my neighborhood. Let me see one of y'all in my neighborhood running. Like y'all like y'all jog, y'all like to jog, you done stole something. Why would you be running if you didn't? I saw a cartoon once, it was a, a comic, where a little black boy shot a white man and he said, Well, I didn't feel safe with him in my neighborhood. He's not from around here. So I, I didn't know what else to do. I did what I thought was right. The black boy shot the white man and this is what he said to the police officers, right? Because that sounds like some real white shit. Yeah. That y'all will say. Yeah. It's going to, listen, it's going to happen. I think that's a part of their gentrifying thing. Like, they're trying to beat it. And in some kind of way, they think if they get in good by moving into the inner city, it's going to lessen what the fuck's going to happen. They're like, I'm going through the same thing you're going through. No, you're not. And we're, you're, we're on the same. No, no. No. No, we're not. Because I literally see it at work. I see it at work. My training manager. Um, who gets? He's gotten away with stealing already. He has stole multiple things. Uh, his ass still got a fucking job. He just bought a brand new Tesla. You know, I've literally watched him walk out of the building with things that are not his. Right? <laughs> this motherfucker still got a job some kind of way. But you couldn't be black in that position. And, not, and he walks in every day and he literally incriminates himself every single fucking day. He don't have a clue what's going on. He really didn't try and get to know the team first and then acclimate to the culture. This motherfucker came in guns blazing. Like, hey, guys, hey, listen, I'm going to run some reports, okay? And then I'll I'll have the numbers for you. But listen, hey, let's get on those phones. Let's just go hard today. Hey, it's Wednesday. Motherfucker, listen. Shut. White people can flourish being mediocre as fuck. George Bush. George Bush. Do you know what his GPA was in in college? Please tell me. Dude, I want y'all to all take a second. What do you think was his GPA? In 1968, he was going to Yale. Mm. He was a C student. Mm. He never had an A. Mm. 
Um, he had a D in astronomy. Wow. Um, he had a GPA average of 2.35, and this was a motherfucking president. Do you understand the disappointment that I would feel in myself? And I'm in college right now, and my GPA is a 3.0. It would be a 4.0, but the way my OT is set up, I can't do all that. It's still get a 4.0, so I'm going to rock this 3.0 until the motherfucking wheels fall off. And I'm disappointed in myself about that 3.0. All this nigga did was go to school and sign his name. That's it. Showed up for class a couple times and was like, Dad, I have to fucking graduate. What am I going to do? Meanwhile, you had to have... The Obamas went to two what's Ivy League schools. What you go to? Yale and Princeton. To be half Come on. as good. Come on. To end the or to be considered. To be considered half as good. Like, white mediocrity... Is, that mediocrity is a real thing. That is a real fucking thing. He was like a you said. He was a cheerleader. Of course Bush was a fucking yeah, cheerleader. Okay. And the sad thing is, I bet he had a higher GPA than fucking Trump. <laughs> I bet you he did. Well, that is our episode for this week, you guys. We love you guys. My listen, my, my Zequel has kicked in. That's why she's so quiet. I feel it on my face. I can I can and I feel my edible kind of kicking in. Yes. So And we love you guys. Love you too much to put you through that shit. Yep. So we, we will talk to you guys next week. We hope we're gonna be back next week. We will. Okay, baby. Love healing and all that good shit. Yeah, right on from my back. Happy new moon. And Do we'll talk to you guys shit. late. Do some Speak something manifest something positive into your life. Yeah, manifest that. Give it a date. If you need to, if you can give it a date and a time, do that. Yes. And then let the universe. Why am I whispering? I don't know. Do what it do. I'm high. Yeah. All right. On that note, we're out. Peace out, you guys.